0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, it's Vlad Harris here. Since I started this show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between our live in game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they'd be good to us and wouldn't know they would be good to you. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code PANTHER25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you got $50 in play. That's mybookie, M-Y-B-O-K-I-E dot promo code PANTHER25, you play, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, it's Vlad Harris here. similar with our Pantherants podcast. Happy Thursday! We're almost to the weekend. Thank God, I can't wait. It's been pretty, um, pretty dead, of course, in the um, sports sports world. I guess locally, I mean, the Pirates are obviously t- you know are over five hundred, so I guess that's good. Well, it depends on who who's happy. I mean, of course, they lost last night. And of course, people are upset. Well, I guess because this um, this Chris Archer played, and I guess they, I, I think they traded for him. I think is what it was, and I think the return on him was really bad. You know, you know that's a that's a thing when you're a team like the Pirates is, you can't afford bad trades because one bad trade can really make or break you. But on you know, but on the split fl- note, you got um, Josh Bell who's on a tear, and at least you got somebody you can watch play. Obviously, he's playing good. I mean, it's kind of like when the Pirates of the you know, late forties, early fifties, you know, they used to um, have Rolf Kiner, and of course, people would go to the games to see Rolf Kiner play or see if he would hit a, basically see if he would hit a home run is what it you know, what it comes down to, eventually they, they got rid of Ralph, because they, can, they realized they can lose without him, you know, if you're you know, if you're losing with a, with a guy who hits a lot of home runs, you can lose without him, so, they did away with Ralph, and eventually they got Roberto Clemente, and they eventually built that team, and they won the 60 World Series, maybe they could have won more, I don't know, I, f- I forget the whole, I forget the whole history of the Pirates and their finishes, but... I know for a factor seven these teams could have won more than two World Series, but they had the annoying They had the, the annoying Cincinnati Reds and LA Dodgers the the you know to the fight with. So yeah, it didn't just didn't work out for them. Steelers, it's slow. Penguins, it's slow. And of course I like to apologize to my listeners. Last last podcast I went to ramble about the urban campus thing and Turns out my my audio feed got screwed up. Something with something with my mic. I think that's one good thing about me um, going to the armchair media is I have to listen to my podcast to, to do the audio cards for them, and yeah, you know, I get to see you know I get to pick up you know where I'm fucking up and see what my my microphone's picking up. Obviously, it's picking up my breathing because I'm a heavy breather, and you know my grunts and what what else. I'm sure it's picking up a lot more than that. So, my apologies, guys, for all that. I realized realize it was doing all that. But, you know, it helps me improve on things. So, we'll get off of that whole, uh, thing. Uh, basically, it's 8 degrees here. Weather's beautiful. And, uh, we got the PGA Tour this weekend. Um... As far as that goes, in terms of a betting sense, uh, win the weekend. Uh, check him out; he's at win the weekend. Basically, he's a uh, he's not so much an expert. He's basically a regular guy, just like the rest of us. Or, well, not so much regular guy, but regular person. Because I know females listen to the show too, and you know, he loves the bet and he blogs about betting, and he's really he's really good at it, and he actually. He actually shares what he bets. I'm sure he doesn't give all, all the secrets, but he throws out some teasers for you guys. You know. So, check him out. He likes Lucas Glover. He's, Lucas Glover's a long shot right now. And I think, like, on my bookie, 10 bucks on Lucas Glover pays you a, over, over a grand if he wins. And, um, of course, he likes Bubba Watson as well. So those are those are two notable names to, you know, the you know the pick you know to pick out. He likes Lucas Glover because this course is Beth Page Black and Glover has a history of playing really well at this course. And of course if you go on them like say like my bookie, you have options to bet on like top ten finishers and top twenty finishes. So you can even throw Glover in that as well if he doesn't win the whole thing. Throw a little bet on him to um you know, on a top ten or top five finish. It may it may it may work out. But anyways, he's at win the weekend. Check him out. He always has something there, whether it's NBA, baseball, Astros. Obviously, swept the Tigers, and we all rode the Astros because the Tigers suck. And Astros were in the were in the good part of their pitching rotation. And of course, you know the last game, you know last night's game, I bet heavily because Verlander was on the mound against the Tigers, and I was I really wasn't worried about them choking because Verlander was there and. Plus, the Ashers have, have been kicking the crap out of the ball the entire series. Although, they only scored five runs in that game, but Verlander's on the mind. And basically, he was going to shut down Detroit. But uh, we also have the playoffs as well. And the Stanley Cup is still going on. We'll go through a lot of these here. You know, the Eastern-Western West, Conference Finals started... And um, I was hoping, you know I, you know, I was hoping the Trailblazers really came out out, out the gate, but they were very passive aggressive with, um, not really passive aggressive, very passive with um, Golden State, and of course they paid the price because Clay and Steph lit them up the entire game, and the game was a blowout. And on top of that, Dame Loder couldn't get anything going, and near CJ and it was done it was the second half it was pretty much a done deal they play tonight Um, I expect the Warriors to win I think the series could go six games but I don't really see it happening I just think that the um, the Warriors are just more dialing more than ever now not just that I mean they're even without Kevin Durant, they're still a good team. I mean, they they, they won a tie without him, and they almost won another one without him. So, they're just, you know, it's, they're a well wood machine, and that's just that. <laughs> now, the Bucks and Raptors played last night, and of course, the Raptors came out the gate, and then the Bucks wore them down with their athleticism. And plus, they're just more well-rested. I mean... Raptors just finished a tough series with uh, Philly, but uh, they wore down at the end. And plus, knowing that the Bucks have a lot of length, a lot of height, and they're able to, you know, get the rebounds. I mean, it's going to be a long series. The Bucks have their issues as well because what happened with Brook Lopez last night? They're not going to get every night from him. And so the but- the other guys for the Bucks, other than Giannis, have to step up. Because Brook Lopez isn't going to bail them out every 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 game in the series. Who knows? He could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe he will. But Parmy likes me likes, me likes the, the Raptors to take this series. I, th- I think they, I think they just might. Although I do like the Bucks. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much after the pretty much it for that series. I mean. Stanley Cup playoffs. You know the Sharks took a two-one series lead over the Blues. That's going to be a hell of a, a hell of a series. The Sharks took an early lead in that game last night. They were up to I think two 0 or th- two nothing. They were three-two. Blues came back. and took a four-three lead, and the Sharks tied late and they laid the force overtime, and they won. In overtime, and the thing is, the thing I love about the Stanley Cup playoffs is a sudden death overtime. I mean it's just it's 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 beautiful. It's just um there's just a lot of a lot and sudden death there's just so many it's like a roller coaster when you watch it. It's 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 a great thing to you know to be a part of. I mean while I was in Pittsburgh you know we had Penguins had plenty of over had plenty of overtime um playoff games. I mean the, the Capitals when I was in high school we had the Pens and Capitals, like Capitals always gave us such a hard fucking time. I, I've, I have no idea why. They're, they, they always played us physical for one thing, and eventually the Pens would wake up and punch back, and it would be a different story. But that overtime game, I remember, people were up to almost I think 2 almost two in the morning. I think that game went till, and we still couldn't get a score. I mean, eventually he did. I mean, it was a pure net goal, and the way he scored it was it was uh, unconventional. I should say. I think he basically threw the puck into a tight crowd, and in hockey, that's pretty much if The goalie can't see the puck through a crowd. Chances are, it's going to go. It's going to go in, or he stops it. And he just doesn't. It, he just doesn't realize it lands on his pads. But then there was, and then years later, we had the yeah, the Philly and Penn series, and. Keith Primo obviously had a lot to say about that. I mean, we lost, I think we lost that game, that series in six, I think. I think we were up two games and none, and then Philly just came back and won the next four. And on paper, Philly was more talented. But the Pens somehow managed to eke out an early series lead. And of course, we just had Yager. That's all we really had at that point. I mean, we had Marty Straka, but as far as you know, young talent goes, we 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 offloaded all of our players, and um, eventually we'd offload more until we head head to a little dark ages before Sidney Crosby. But just you know, playoff hockey. Especially overtime, Sun-Death playoff hockey is phenomenal. And it's just like, uh, especially with the NHL, I mean, the NHL playoffs, the playoffs themselves are just action-packed. And they go, the speed of the game is a thousand times faster than the regular season. I mean, it's just, there's a lot on the line, and a lot of these guys, they just they just give their all, and it's just, it's, it's great to watch. It's great stuff. Um, the Bruins obviously are up three games and none. And I, you know, they're obviously, I think they're going to sweep Carolina. But the uh, the Blues, I'm not sure what happens here because the Sharks won in overtime. And basically what happened was is the uh, the puck was, Sharks player was on the ground. The puck was up in the air and he was trying to bat it down. He, he bats it down. But the puck bounces away from him and it goes to another Sharks player. And of course, they score. Now, by all hockey rules, the guy who bats that puck should be the one hitting the puck. If it goes to another player, it's 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 labeled as a hand pass. But if you look at the replay, the guy att- intended to bat the puck down. Now, I'm sure if he if bat it down, he would have um, you know tried to shoot it. Anyway it could have. It just it took a bad balance and went to the sharks. And I guess the officials allowed it, hence the goal, and people were upset over it. And I'm sure that, that pisses off the blues, because you know the thing about that goal itself is something like that can really knock the wind out of your sails for the rest of that series. And in the case of the blues, you hope it doesn't do that. But the Sharks obviously are a team trying to be a team in Dusty because Joe Thornton's almost forty, and I'm, I'm not sure how old the rest of that team is. But if you're uh, if you're if you're if you're in the Stanley Cup and your team's mostly thirty and over and you're a playoff team, it's all, it's never going to be a good sign because speed is so much is a, a so much different thing in playoff hockey. And if you're aging, it's it's just you know, it's more dialed in. I mean. Look at, look at the pens I mean they got I forget that the um, our, our star players are in their 30s I mean Malkin's 33 shoot he's he's I think he's past his prime now and he's he's approaching the end of his career he can still play it's just that he's not going to be he's probably not going to be what he once was unless he's a workout free like Yomi Yager and just does all that but obviously the Bruins are going to face probably the winner of this series. And then everybody, I mean, probably me likes the Blues, but I think the Sharks will will win. But um, I don't see the Sharks getting past the Bruins. Uh, here I am. Here I am. I haven't really watched any any hockey, considering I live in NBA Town. I haven't watched much playoff hockey, but I've been checking out... You know, YouTube. Thank God, has condensed highlights of these games. And you get to watch a lot of it, a lot of the action, and you know where teams went wrong and what they were doing. And it's actually, it's easy for me now. I like it because I get to sit down, whether it's on the toilet or on the um, on the couch, and look over this stuff. It's great. Okay, so pitt um, has some bad news. Uh, Kadeem Sy of um, Juco goes to Ole Miss instead of Pitt. People are obviously a meltdown mode Down because they went to Ole Miss, but the thing about it is SEC is becoming a better basketball league. And there's a lot of good coaches now. There's, they had some good teams this past year in the tournament. Tennessee, Auburn, LSU. It's not just Kentucky anymore. Kevin Stallings, as we all give him uh, all this credit for how he did how Gray did at the Vanderbilt but Kevin Stallings wouldn't survive in today's SCC at all he, he'd be out of the job too here as well it just ain't gonna happen for him but Kadeem Sai obviously one of his teammates from Oak Hill where he went to school is on that team so part of me thinks that's probably why he went there was familiarity one of his buddies is there so why not go there but you know, Pitt's still gonna land some good players. I, I know it's not to everybody's satisfaction what they're doing right now, but it just is what it is. I mean, these players of today don't give a shit about what Pitt did ten years ago in the Big East. They don't. They probably don't even know what the, what Pitt did. What Pitt did then. All they know is from like four or five years ago. So four or five years ago, we were towards the end of our run. We were gonna we went went to some CBIs and some NITs. Went to the tournament though once or twice and flamed out early. And of course we uh, we totally destroyed the basketball program as well. So a lot of these players that are that are young, they don't realize what we did. 10 years ago they will realize that we went to an elite date, and we once had a coach that has the the best weight biggest percentage of all time they don't give a shit about that they don't care so we can pound our chest all we want about this crap but these players they don't know they don't care so you know I'm not going to um, you know Call out Ole Miss for cheating, and if they are, they are. I mean, SEC—it's emerging as a better basketball league, and it's more of an arms race now. And I mean, Will Wade obviously did some things, and he's still at LSU. LSU's willing to say screw it, let him coach. Bruce Pearl has some people under him that went to jail, and Auburn saying screw it, we're going to stick with him. They don't care. And at the end of the day if it takes attention off their their football programs because that's their bread and butter if it keeps NCAA away from their football programs they'll go all in on basketball and they'll fuck up. So that's just how it goes. Pitt Pitt just doesn't have that luxury. So I I really wouldn't be too um, you know too too Judgmental of Jeff Capel right now and saying, Well, you know, the honeymoon's over, Capel's not landing people, we gotta get another coach. <laughs> we gotta get Sean Miller back. Yeah, definitely Sean. If we get Sh- Sean, well, obviously, there's no way Sean ever comes back to pit, and I don't think we would ever want him. And the fact that um, with this idea scale, the fact that he had to cheat. And not get to a Final Four, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, if you have to cheat really that bad just to get Elite Eight at best, I mean, I I, I, I question one's coaching then. If you're getting all these p- players, you're paying big money for them, and you can't do anything better than an Elite Eight. Because you should at least get one Final Four, and he hasn't. With all, all that he's Done. He should be doing better than this. Because if Jamie Dixon had done this a pit, we would have had a freaking god. We would have, well, for one thing, we wouldn't we would be able to believe that he was doing all this, paying for these players. And one, if he was getting the lead eight at best, we'd be all shitting a brick, waiting him fired and whatnot. But uh they're you know they're going all in. Can't blame them. So there's that. But anyways, guys, we're at the 21 minute mark, and you know I got one more thing I do have to talk about. Uh, The Pelicans got the number one overall pick, and it's it's I think it's awesome. This was a team that got dragged by LeBron and company. You know they were a lot of shit was talked. And they were dragged over the Anthony Davis stuff. And basically, the Pelicans told the Lakers and LeBron to screw off. Now they get the number one overall pick, and they they get a chance to land Zion Williams. Or williams said, I should say. And now there was... And, then, and of course, the media spun something where well Zion can go back. You know, he doesn't really have to go to New Orleans. He can just go back to Duke and play. And, you know... And hopefully, you know... He gets to New York or some team that we really like. The guy just had his shoe explode during a game. Why would he go back to college? When he could probably risk another injury. And I'm sure he'd go back. And I'm sure if he did go back, he'd get hurt. Then he'd get hurt. And we'd say, well, the NCAA, this is their fault because they don't pay players. You know, if they would just pay Zion... You know, maybe he shouldn't. Maybe you know, he should have to deal with this. I mean, really, that's all it is. I mean, if Zion goes back to the MB to to Duke and gets hurt, the me it's the me gets a win-win because they get to drag the NCAA over paying players again. Never mind the fact that the guy declared and you know could have was obviously was a good number one overall. And decides he doesn't like the team he wants to play for. Well, I mean, if he gets hurt in, col- in college, if he goes back, chances are the next team that picks him up will like him, he won't like either, because he'll it'll be either overseas or in the G League. But Zion's going on a team that has, you know, Giroux Holiday, Julius Randle, and I would like to see them. Uh, I mean, if I am mean Anthony Davis, I'm staying. Because look at that lineup that you're going to have. That lineup's going to be better than anything that you can think of. I mean, I'm sure he wants to go to New York to play with Kyrie and probably Durant, but Durant's, I'm sure it's going to be at the end of his career where he's approaching it. And uh, Kyrie, obviously... You know, he tried to be he tried to emulate LeBron and be a leader for the Celtics, and it just failed miserably for him. But I don't see, you know, them trying to do it. I don't think they'll do anything better with the Knicks, because the Knicks are just They're um They're toxic, that whole franchise is. So if I'm AD Anthony Davis. That is, I'm sticking in New Orleans, and so I'm, I'm, I'm sticking this out and see how it goes. Because you're going to be with a, you have a lineup now that's a lot better than anything, than uh, probably anything anything else you go to. I mean, you could go to the Lakers still, but I think that ship has sailed because uh, the Pelicans aren't going to deal you. LeBron's stuck with what he has for another year probably, unless they can bring Kawhi. Leonard there and I'm not sure if Kawhi even goes there he may stay in New Orleans for all we know but there's player teams I would go to besides like the Knicks or the um, the Lakers I mean the Bucks I would definitely go to, I would consider with what they have going there's a lot of good teams but anyways guys alright now I'm done but also guys, if you're looking for concert tickets, sports tickets, SeatGeek has it all, and they have the uh, the deals rankings as well. So they rank them by good, bad, good, okay, and bad deals. So you'll know what your you know, what price you're paying for. So if you're looking for concert tickets, sports sporting events, check out SeatGeek. Use our promo code ACAA. You get 20 bucks on your first purchase. Go and check out Siki. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good weekend. of it. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, What is happy birthday in German? Or, How do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.